Fred Ricciani, TSC, here to recap a very weird, very empty WWE Friday Night SmackDown, March 13th, 2020. Yes, Friday the 13th. Uh, let's just kick things off right here. First and foremost, if you're new here, we'd appreciate you subscribing, enabling notifications. If you've been here before, we appreciate it. Either way, however you're consuming this, whether you're listening to the podcast live on demand, I appreciate you. It has been an insane week, not just for America, but for the world. And man, uh, the irony, right? Years ago, well, an event that changed our lives, um, 9-11, WWE was the first major sports slash entertainment company to run a show. They ran a, a very famous show, or some would say infamous show, uh, despite security concerns, went off without a hitch. It was actually a, a pretty memorable show. I think Kurt Angle actually won the U.S. title on that show. Fast forward all these years later, after the devastation of COVID-19 all around the world, how it's outbreaking in the U.S., if you've been living under a rock or maybe you haven't been following the sports stuff, NBA season suspended, MLB suspended, NHL suspended, MLS suspended, and that's just in America. The Masters has been canceled. Uh, there's, I'm sure there's other stuff, too, in esports as well. Uh, AEW's being rescheduled or postponed or whatever the case may be right now. But WWE, for better or worse, is going on, along with the UFC that's running in Brasilia, Brazil, on Saturday. Um, now, before we dive into this recap from top to bottom and everything, I just want to say this. Um, I welcome the distraction. We, we, us Americans and people worldwide definitely need a positive distraction right now from everything going on. Uh, I hope anybody that's infected by this going through the struggle right now gets better soon. I hope and pray we get some relief and more tests because right now it's absolutely appalling, the lack of testing and how some people in the government haven't been taking this seriously. In terms of WWE specifically, I really hope that all performers tonight, all staff, all crew, all commentators, everybody involved tonight has received a COVID-19 test. Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, there's not enough tests. You're right, but somehow, magically, the NBA got a hold of 58 test kits for the Utah Jazz and other people involved uh, when Rudy Gobert tested positive. And it's great that they had it, but unfortunately for average Americans and a lot of everyday people here, uh, it hasn't been the case. So hopefully that changes by next week. But in the, in the assuming since WWE has mass resources and they're tight with Trump, that they have enough test kits that they tested every single person in the freaking performance center. Because if they didn't, whew, man. Uh, and, and look, obviously I hope everybody's healthy, but God forbid somebody tests positive for this thing after tonight's show. God forbid somebody tests positive on tomorrow night's show, UFC. It would be catastrophic. It, abs it absolutely would. And, it would, and, and it's just, I, I, I don't know. All I can say is this. I hope Vince McMahon is smarter than Dana White, UC President Dana White. Uh, from what I understand, they have not tested fighters as of press time. Think about that. They have not tested fighters as of press time. Bob Arum, who runs Top Rank Boxing, cancels a show here in New York that was going to be in an empty arena because they didn't have uh, the testing equipment ready. And that's New York City. And to the best of my knowledge, based on reports, Brazil's commission has not tested anybody for COVID-19. So while, again, like many fans, I am a sports fan first and foremost before a broadcaster, I do hope that they keep going if healthy. But if they didn't test anybody before these shows, I mean, it's, an, it's a crazy accident waiting to happen. So hopefully that's not the case. I'm hoping Vince McMahon is smarter than that. I'm hoping tomorrow we hear that these fighters were actually tested but uh, other than that, I mean, that's look, that's the elephant in the room, right? 
All I could think of when I saw Alexa Bliss hugging Nikki Cross and them making tags was it's in violation of a lot of uh, suggestions that the uh, CDC and other entities have been suggesting. Suggesting, but let's assume the best, right? And and not hope the worst. So, anyway, let's dive in right here. This took place at the Performance Center. There was nobody in the audience. Uh, Michael Cole was on commentary with guest commentator Triple H. It's kind of funny because Triple H in real life was sort of demoted. He was originally uh, the vice president of, of live events and talent relations, and now he's just vice president of like talent. So I think with the tanking house shows, with ratings not doing great with NXT, there's a lot of backstage rumors and rumblings that maybe Paul Heyman is that has actually gained more traction with Triple H or with uh, Vince McMahon, excuse me, than Triple H has, which is crazy to think about because Triple H is the son-in-law. But uh, it's just kind of funny to see him quote unquote relegated a commentary and. He gave no Fs here. He was having a lot of fun. He put makeup on Michael Cole's uh, soul patch to to make it darker. He was filming with the camera. Michael Cole saying, don't get my bald spot. He buried Elias on commentary, buried Sami Zayn. And he was just having the time of his life. The world's ending, and he's just having the time of his life. So that was pretty fun. I would have never guessed that the commentary of all things might have been the best part of the show. So we opened things up with Bailey and Sasha Banks cutting a promo, saying they're the best. Bailey bragging about her long title run. She's the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion of all time. They defeated Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. For whatever reason, Asuka attacked Nick, uh, Alexa Bliss on the outside. That was weird. I mean, I know I know Asuka's technically on both shows as a tag team champion, but I kind of forgot that, honestly, because she's been so much on Raw and challenging for a Raw Women's title recently. And I thought the direction for WrestleMania, assuming it's still on, which we'll talk about in a second, was going to be the Kabuki Warriors versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia, which is what's been rumored. But maybe they'll pivot. Maybe they'll change plans. Who the hell knows? Either way, Alexa Bliss got attacked. Nikki Cross tapped out to Sasha Banks' bank statement. And the champion and the boss get the win. We had Roman Reigns cut a really good promo in the ring. Michael Cole was interviewing him. I really like this like straight-up interview format. No BS, no nothing. Uh, Roman Reigns talked about how he doesn't let the critics get to him. It's going to be Spear versus Spear. He mocked Goldberg. He said that he went to Georgia, so he knows how smart Goldberg isn't. And then he said he's not a part-timer. He's not just a one-move guy, and he will beat Goldberg at WrestleMania. Backstage, Caleb Braxton uh, was about to interview Jeff Hardy, interrupted by Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Sami Zayn, a.k.a. Syrian Excellence, the new WWE Intercontinental Champion. By the way, I believe the first Arab WWE title holder ever. I could be wrong. Actually, no, the Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik was is, is Arab too. But off the top of my head, I think he's the the, the first person since Iron Sheik that, that's Arab to hold the title. So hey, that makes my people proud. Good for him, even though he won it in a three-on-one handicap match. Better than nothing. Anyway, so they cut a promo. They said they're gonna celebrate. Jeff Hardy ended up getting the microphone and talking about how he's happy to, to be back. He's went through a lot. He, he's overcome a lot. And I hope in real life he actually has overcome these demons again. I know it's a work in progress and everything, but hopefully, knock on wood, he's, he's actually doing all right. And then King Corbin interrupted, made fun of him, said, oh, you, you what are you going to do? Walk in a straight line? You know, of course, making fun of his DUIs and everything. And Jeff Hardy ch- said, hey, actually, I'm wrestling tonight. Oh, against you. And he's like, against you. So later in the night, we had Corbin versus Hardy. We then had uh, a match that was announced. Daniel Bryan with Drew Gulak taking on Cesaro. But first, they showed the full, complete Elimination Chamber match uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. 
The Miz and John Morrison defeated The New Day, Heavy Machinery, The Usos, Lucha House Party, Robert Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. This was actually a really good match. I know some people didn't like it. I dug it. Miz and Morrison got the win at the end, but pretty good stuff here. Uh, so, I mean, really, really good stuff. There was a highlight, if you didn't see on Sunday or tonight, where Lindsay Dorado did a shooting star press off the top. That was freaking crazy. Usos doing stereo dives. It, it was just absolutely nuts, but really good match. Good stuff. At the end of the day, it was Morrison and Miz who got the win, pinning one of the Usos at the same time with their foot on the ropes. Hey, it's no DQ. But really good stuff here. If you haven't seen it, go out of your way to watch it. Uh, Michael Cole and Triple H talked to Mojo Raleigh, whose new gimmick, or I guess old gimmick, is back, which is being employed just because he's Rob Gronkowski's best friend. And then he talked about how the rumors are true that Gronk will be on SmackDown next week. If you don't know, WWE Backstage reported that Gronk, Rob Gronkowski, multi-time Super Bowl champion, maybe the greatest tight end in NFL history, not named Tony Gonzalez. He's apparently signing with WWE. And on one hand, a guy with the history of back issues and concussions should probably not wrestle. On the other hand, considering he's probably going to have the Kane Velasquez schedule where he's going to wrestle once or twice and get paid a ton of money. You know, it's still safer than playing football. So as long as they idiot proof the matches. So uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's a really charismatic guy. He's definitely got an it factor to him, but he's also kind of a goofy guy. And I just don't know like how he's going to translate on the mic and everything else. You know what I mean? I mean, I think Tyson Fury did a fantastic job. Gronk time will tell athletically. Obviously he's got the pedigree for this type of profession, but in terms of durability and mic skills, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens next week. And, Presumably next week's going to be an empty arena. From what I understand, Raw is in Pittsburgh on Monday. They're going to be in an empty arena as well. So just crazy stuff going on here. The fact that Debbie's running. UFC is going to be running in London, I think, next weekend or the following weekend. Pretty interesting. A few other UFC events are also got moved to Vegas, by the way. So we had Sami Zayn join Michael Cole and Triple H in commentary. Triple H buried him beneath the face of the earth. And uh, there was it was a pretty good match between Brian and Cesaro. Would have been better, obviously, with the crowd, but understandably, health reasons, no crowd. And uh, Brian used an inside cradle for the win. And after the match, uh, Nakamura and Cesaro attacked Brian. Gulak ran in for the save, and then Brian ended up saving Gulak, who got beat up. And <laughs> Triple H was coloring Michael Cole's goatee, or I guess Soul Patch, I should say. We had Corbin versus Hardy. Elias was on commentary. Triple H also buried Elias and said that, hey, anybody, any man would be knocked out listening to your music, which is true. And then uh, Hardy hit the twist of fate, which for whatever reason, Michael Cole called the twist of fury. Uh, Triple H didn't correct him. Hit the swanton, got the win. John Cena cut a promo, a really strong promo, but one that was kind of burying the entire roster said, you know, I've had epic defeats. I got destroyed by Brock Lesnar. I lost to The Rock at WrestleMania. I lost to The Miz at WrestleMania. I got beaten by The Undertaker and squashed by him at WrestleMania. I kept coming back. These WWE superstars are entitled. They, they feel like they, they blame me for them being buried or whatever, or blah, blah, blah. And they said, you should fo-, he said, we should focus on the future. And he named Ciampa. He named Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, Rhea Ripley. That was really cool of him to say that, by the way. That was awesome. He didn't have to put those guys and girls over, but he did. So that was awesome. And that's a huge rub for them. And he said, you know, Bray Wyatt blames me for his lack of success. You know, well, I'm going to end Bray Wyatt. It's going to be brutal at WrestleMania. And then Bray Wyatt, not the fiend, the dork who hosts the Firefly Funhouse, uh, confronted him. 
He said he thinks about John Cena, the loss to John Cena all the time. He said the voices wouldn't stop. He's listening to him now. He thanks the feed for rebuilding him. And then the fiend flashed on the screen. Ring turned dark. Arena turned dark. And that was the end of SmackDown. So overall, a very weird show. A very, I mean, a welcome show. Again, a welcome distraction for everything that's going on. I just, again, I sincerely hope and pray that they did their due diligence they tested all the people involved because if they did not, and God forbid somebody was exposed, I mean, that's that's borderline criminal and neglect. So hopefully, again, they're presumably smarter than the UFC, who, as of this time, I'm recording this right now, has not tested any fighter despite being a contact sport 24 hours, less than 24 hours before their show in Brazil. Yeah. Crazy stuff going on. Let's get to the live chat. By the way, if you're enjoying this video or podcast, please feel free to like, share, subscribe, and enable notifications. We don't just do live recaps like this, but we also do in-depth reviews of video games, apps like the WWE Network and Xbox Live Gold, game reviews, as I think I just mentioned that, and uh, in-depth interviews as well. I got an interview coming up with The Godfather, WWE Hall of Famer, and I got a ton of more content from the NFL Scouting Combine that I attended a couple weeks ago. Obviously, with everything going on, that schedule kind of got halted a little bit, but you'd expect more videos from us. Shakita Slater says, let's hope Vince changes his mind about these live events. Yeah, as of press time, WrestleMania is still running, and that just boggles my freaking mind. Crazy. Uh, Scott Anderson says, by the way, Showtime Boxing, as of this time, will be having boxing with no fans. Again, I hope they're testing people, because if not, it could be... I'm not trying to scare people, but legit, it could be catastrophic. So, crazy. Uh, Terrence M. Sullivan says, Triple H was hilarious tonight. Yeah, no, he was, he was He was a pretty funny guy tonight. He he didn't care. He was just doing his thing. And, hey, you know, I, I don't blame him, man. A lot's going on in the world. Jeremy Bauer said, Bray Wyatt cut the best promo of his career. Honestly, yeah, he kind of did. It, was, it made a lot more sense than 95% of his promos ever. Apparently, Matt Hardy trademarked Twist of Fate. That explains the name change. Really? That's crazy. I didn't know that. Good, good stuff, JB. Ken Taylor says, that was weird. They obviously didn't have a backup plan that was worthy of two hours. Yeah, that, agreed. That's why they, they aired the Elimination Chamber match. So, let me see here. There's, there's a bunch of other news. I mean, there's been so much news in the real world and in the sports world going on. I just want to make sure I don't miss anything before we hop on out of here. So, Rob Gronkowski confirmed for next week's SmackDown. The raw tape, the raw show that's supposed to be live in Pittsburgh is going to be at Dedeby's Performance Center in Orlando. Full Sail University has suspended events all through April. So I'm assuming that the Performance Center will be the site of pretty much everything. And SmackDown, which was set to take place tonight, obviously took place at the Performance Center. Uh, according to Wrestling Observer, it was only essential personnel. As I'm talking right now, uh, 205 Live is still going on, which I find absolutely crazy to think about. But I guess they have international TV commitments and, and Hulu and whatever commitments. So I guess that's why they're airing it. I mean, I don't know why they couldn't just air a best of 205 Live. That seems a little weird, but hey, they're they're doing it. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that's, that's popped up. I mean, seriously, things have been changing daily, hourly. It's absolutely nuts. So uh, NCAA, for those that don't know, also shut down March Madness. They're considering a 16-team tournament that would take place over the course of five days or so. Um, MLB is allowing players to exit camps. Uh, 
uh, yeah, just a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy stuff. Um, there's a headline here. Uh, so the Los Angeles Angels actually spent time with uh, NBA legend Charles Barkley and the, the the baseball team LA Angels. And apparently, Barkley fell ill enough where he had to take the coronavirus test. And and again, I'm hope he's okay. He's in quarantine right now. He's awaiting the test results. That's great. Again, I'm gonna lament. I just wish that this test or these types of tests were accessible to everybody and not just people with a lot of money and fame, which is what it seems like to be for the most part. So step it up, government. But yeah, hopefully angels are fine. They're staying vigilant on virus symptoms, uh, according to ESPN. As far as everything else goes, I mean, WrestleMania is still on. It's weird. In a way, I hope it still goes on because I hope that by the time it does go on in early April that things have gotten at least a little bit better or more controlled, more controlled. I don't want it to go on despite serious health risks and and putting people in danger. That I don't want. But if there's somewhat of a possibility that WrestleMania can go on without damn near any hitch with, with, with people being tested, whatever the case may be, then I'm fine with it. I just... I don't know, man. Vince McMahon's the same guy who ran a, a pay-per-view after after Owen Hart died in the ring. He's the same guy who kept Raw running when Jerry Lawler had his heart attack. He's the same guy that's exploited Roman Reigns' cancer and you know used it as a storyline with Dean Ambrose. He's the same guy who exploited Eddie Guerrero's death. I mean, look, he, he's the greatest promoter of all time, one of the greatest talents of all time, but he's also kind of a... Uh, well, he's, he's good friends with Donald Trump. That's all you need to know. So, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. All I can say is this. WWE, UFC, any other entity that is going to be running shows, despite all these health concerns, I hope and pray y'all have testing. I hope and pray that your performers, your staff, your crew are in the safest possible position other than actually being at home and isolating like a lot of people should be right now. For real. But until then, we'll take it one day at a time. I'll be taking it one day at a time. You know, I don't got a lot to do now, right? I'm I'm home all the time now. So I will probably be recapping UFC. So if you're an MMA fan, I'll be recapping UFC. I'll be recapping WWE, Raw, and SmackDown next week, assuming they're on, and NXT, and AEW, assuming AEW is going to be on as well. And in the meantime, uh, throughout the weekend, I'll be uploading all the interviews I conducted at the NFL Scouting Combine, talking about free agency, which is right around the corner this weekend, talking about everything going on with the draft, which may or may not take place live, maybe it'll take place taped or via Skype. Whatever the case may be, we will do our best to keep you posted. We will do our best to keep you informed. We will do our best to distract you a little bit from all the chaos, and we will do our best to send as many positive vibes as humanly possible. Until then, folks, we thank you so much. If you enjoyed this update, like, share, take care. Don't forget to subscribe. You can find the TSC News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, as always, enjoy the matches and please stay safe.